Welcome to the ATS Podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Soulsby, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Today, uh, we're just getting into it first, as we do with off-topic stuff first, and our favourite, or our off-topic today on episode four is favourite or top three soft drinks and why. Does coffee count? I mean, technically. That's position one, two, and three. I was about to say, as long as you don't put Baileys in it, it counts. Yeah. So number one, coffee. <laughs> number three, iced coffee. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I hadn't actually even thought about coffee as a soft drink until you said that. Um, I think I'm going to have to go. I just thought now. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't think I would rate Monster of any kind in my top soft drinks. It's just like a mandatory staple. At, at it's not even points. in the top ten. No, it's definitely not a favorite. It's just a, it's just sometimes required because it's the best way to get that much caffeine over the counter. Yeah. I feel like coffee's definitely there. I can't, I can't be, I can't be out here ordering espressos at restaurants and not say coffee's in my top three. Yeah. Um, yeah. The amount of coffees I buy. It would. It's it's got to be number one. I don't think it's my favorite though. Main mainly because so many people ruin it. That's fair. It is quite easy to ruin the amount of places you go, and it is just burnt. Yeah, fuck. Get carbon. You get carbonated coffee beans. It just tastes like the bottom mm. of a frying pan. It's great. Um, trick, I think... trick for that is if you're somewhere poor, uh, get cold brew. Can't can't burn a cold brew. That's very true, actually. Or if you I have, thought that. it ain't no cold brew. Yeah. Um, I think one of mine... After I go to Canada, one of mine is definitely root beer. A&W is fucking legit. Like, yeah. I really enjoy that stuff. It is very uh, divisive, mainly because it has yeah. camphor in it. I think that's what it's called. But essentially, it smells like medicine. Yes, yeah, but, it does. But if you're someone who enjoys something like Jägermeister, you'll probably really like root beer. I think it couldn't be a Scottish-based podcast without Iron Brew in the top three somewhere. That's true. I don't really drink that much Iron Brew, though. It's not something I go out of my way to get, uh, although I do get one every now and then. It's, it's probably top three for me. Probably three. It is very good. I can't say I haven't drank a lot of it. Insert usual random, fuck, random pub fact about Scotland being one of the only places where Coke isn't the biggest selling drink. Yeah. And that's because it's Iron Brew. Ugh. But yeah, it's got to be that. So, our actual topic for today is semi-related, and probably says a lot about <laughs> about our thoughts on the topic. So the actual topic is, how much water do you need to drink? Given that none of us listed it even close to our top ten of <laughs> soft drinks. We probably should drink more. Hmm. But yeah, uh, the um, everything has water in it. That's very true. All of those have water in it. Coffee, a hundred percent counts. It's not seawater. It's not like you're. What's the word? Overall, losing water. No. Although I learned a really strange, uh, really strange piece of trivia that isn't as commonly touted as the one from uh, Scotland not being. Or have an iron brew above Coke in terms of sales. Cats can actually drink seawater and not get dehydrated because they've just got hyper efficient kidneys. 
That's pretty mad. So they legit can just drink salty seawater and be fine. Ironically, for an animal that 50% of them never leave the house. Yeah, and also historically hate water. Yeah. Um, good at drinking it, though. Yeah, apparently really good at drinking it. Yeah. The uh, Dogs, on the other hand, don't, not not good with seawater. No, they are not. The, like, um, they like drinking it, though. Yeah. I see this on social media a lot. It was very popular during our brief two-week heat wave that everyone thought was the end of the world. Um, In terms of staying healthy and essentially having enough water to make sure you're not dehydrated, you really don't need that much. Like, you need to drink a bit of water, but if you are drinking other beverages, you probably get enough. Everyone enjoys a good old reference to urine color. Pretty much, as long as it's not brown, you're probably fine. Yeah. Like. Yeah, if it looks like a black coffee. Just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If it starts looking like coffee, Please. yes, drink some water. <laughs> and depending on how much work out, working out you've done, perhaps get consulted about Rapto. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it everyone likes to give out loads of recommendations but in terms of staying healthy just drink when you're thirsty and you're, you're probably fine yeah i mean if you really want a solid recommendation don't not drink anything in about three days you're probably fine yeah in terms of performance though then it gets a little bit dicier cause or it gets a lot more interesting cause you have a lot of different factors playing in in terms of optimal performance with how hydration affects nutrient uptake, blood flow, and like muscle function and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so I well, I suppose you know a bit more on this than me, but I thought two good areas for it is like we have a lot of powerlifters that we listen to this, and then a lot of other sports people. So, like, what are your thoughts powerlifting wise? From how much water you? Um, in terms of powerlifting, you want to. I mean, essentially, all you're really trying to do is avoid cramp, cause a whole bunch of. Obviously, you use a bunch of muscle contraction stuff for strength work, but realistically, you're not actually doing that much, in terms of total total amount of work done. Unless you're in an extremely high volume phase, which in that case you will need more hydration. So, for example, if your workout looks like five sets of fifteen to I don't know five sets of twelve to twenty, you're going to need a bunch more water than if your workout looks like three sets of five. <laughs> like you yeah. are you are physically or, doing several times the amount of work. Or a competition day where you do nine singles and go home. Yeah, again, on that, you essentially just want to make sure you have adequate... So on the competition side of things, you just want to make sure that if you have cut any weight, that you are rehydrated. And, I mean, the best protocol is just to bang a, like a Dioralite, like a rehydration salt, just so you know you are adequately potassiumed and sodiumed up. Yeah. I would say as well on competition day, I quite often find a lot of people 
almost drink far too much water. Oh yeah, you're hundred percent. Like if if you're just you're chugging, bored. yeah, you're just chugging water and your monster and a protein shake. Like it's gonna be going to the bathroom between every warm up set. Like can't be doing that. Oh yeah, or like yeah, you have to try and like run off to go pee in between your like first and second bench, and you're like, bro, no one wants to be doing that. Yeah, no, that will feel. And and trying to lift like really heavy weights with a lot of intra abdominal pressure when you have a full bladder also also does not feel very nice. No. Uh, but yeah, for powerlifting sense, I would just avoid cramp if you're participating in team sports. It's more important to stay regularly hydrated as well as regularly salted, uh, just because your sport you will probably last. I don't know most games. Let's say what was yeah. rugby, eighty minutes, ninety minutes. Football also sixty plus extra time. Like especially if you are active and starting and playing for most of that time, you want to be as much as you can trying to get on fluids any opportunity, especially before you get thirsty. Because in those scenarios, if you're actually feeling thirsty, it's probably a bit late. Like performance has already been affected by that point. You want to try and stay on top of it as you go. Yeah, I'd always add, uh, like, little sips, like, frequently. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rather than, like, you get so thirsty, you chug half a bottle, and then you feel bloated and crap in a way, and you're like, oh, well, brilliant. Um, I'm now, like, not really able to perform. <laughs> yeah, don't want any of that. And the, um... In terms of training, though, until it gets to, like... Again, realistically, unless your training sessions are incredibly dense with volume and just a lot of work to do, because, again, most people are like, my training takes two hours. It's usually because they spend about, like, eight minutes gabbing between sets, chatting to their pals. Um, yeah. If it takes specifically quite long because there's a lot of work, or if it is, like, last week where it was extremely hot, you can, again, just take little frequent sips, but you don't need to be chugging, like, a liter of water to complete a weightlifting workout. Like, you could just sip away on some stuff in between sets. Yeah, um, it's... Especially a liter of water, um, from memory, from a sport thing. When you're talking about it, is one thing I've I've known teams to do is weigh people before and after training, mm-hmm. and then I think it's like you drink a liter and a half of water for every kilogram lost. Like, so that'll be your sweat that you're losing out. Yeah, yeah. So if I've... you're drinking a liter during a powerlifting workout, it's like you you have not sweated a kilo. Yeah, that's usually like... team team sport people doing very intense yeah. practices for at least an hour, if not two or several. Yeah, hundred percent. And they literally uh... like that's like yeah, that's a very big thing at camp where it's just like before practice on scales, get weight after practice back on scales, see how much lost, prescribe. The hydration yeah. for because you probably have to work out again in the afternoon yeah you've got at least like two a day, like two practices in a weight room session or something like that in some camps and it's just like mental so yeah, yeah so they are 100 percent not okay with you being underhydrated when you get your next your next entire practice going um uh, yeah and i'd say sport wise you for if you're talking team sport again it's more well not more absolutely not but like it's important to make sure you're adequately hydrated before you turn up because oh it's so it's so intense that you can't replace what you're losing during practice or game you can just kind of make sure it doesn't completely fall off the rails but yeah i think that pretty much covers it and we shall see you guys again for episode six